Hello, folks, and welcome to West Coast Italian Radio. We're here with the lovely Mar- Marcy. You do that tag yeah. very well. I'm gonna let you do that yeah. more. You know. Yeah, I was supposed to, you know, present you. Say, hey, present, here we go. Presente, present. Presentarti. Here Presentarti. we come. The Brunic. You know, I know. You I heard know. about Goomba. <laughs> I was supposed to be bigger, you know, but then you came in. That's it. What are you gonna do? I you know, everything. I know. I said, yeah, what? Well, we are uh, the West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show here, and this. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful day. We're broadcasting to the KKNW studios at the fifth floor up here in the lovely Factoria area of South Bellevue where, I tell you, when the weather is nicer, you can see the lake. You can see uh, you see a lot of traffic out there. But I mean, I tell you, it's, uh, I'm glad I'm in here rather than in the traffic, baby. Let me I tell know. you, you know, my name is Tony Lestella and I'm one of your hosts. With the lovely, the gorgeous, the beautiful Marzia Caputo. Oh, yeah. You know, Thank from you. Italy, Thank you know. Yeah, from Italy, the original. Yes, I'm right here. So hey you know, Tony. Good, good, great. Are you? Not too bad. You know, just busy week, getting ready for the Freedom Fair. We'll mm. talk a little bit more about that later in the program here. But uh, everything is going well. Uh, folks, if you're listening to us live today, you're hearing us at 1150 a.m., uh, here in the greater Puget Sound area, or you can hear us online, today's broadcast streaming to you, or any of our past shows for the last four years in our archives by going to our website for West Coast Italian Radio. That's WCIR.biz. Click on the link at the top of the page to bring you to the studio, and you can either listen to the show, stream it live, or you can listen to the past shows. And if you want to call and be a part of today's show, just dial us up at 425-373-5527, and uh, we will, uh, we'll talk to you live, and we'll see what we have to do to, you know, to uh, answer any questions you might have. i give you both of those. Yes, so now know. we're going to do uh, news Italian style. This is un pezzo di Italia, the Italian mm-hmm. news. These are stories that are so bizarre that um, you know, i got to tell you that, you know, they're, 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 they're things we, we don't make. You can't make this stuff up. This, they say fiction sometimes is not as funny as truth, and here it is, okay? So you hit the first okay. one. What do you got for okay. us? I find this one, the local, the 17th June. Okay. Just new one. The local, which is uh, the Italian newspaper. Right. right. It's funny. I love that news. They have everything. Anyway, and this one is the lira is still being used in Italy by the mafia. The lira. Okay, mm-hmm. so I know lira. most of Italy uses the... Uh, Euro. Euro, right. Yeah, now. Okay. the lira was our... So old. why is the mafia still using Listen the lira? Listen up, okay? Right, okay? Listen up, because there's a lot here. So the Italian government plan to introduce a new type of currency isn't like to become reality anytime soon. By turnout, the country already has another currency in circulation, the old lira, right? The lira, right, right. right. So organized criminals are using the formal currency for illicit transaction. According to one state... Illicit what? I, I, what did I say? Wrong that to you? That, Ill- come on now. Illicit... Illi- illicit transactions. Illicit, illicit transactions. Transaction. I just like the way she says that. Oh, by the way, you hear my voice? is getting really low, okay? Let I, me try I don't know. When she says <laughs> illicit transactions... Anyway. <clears throat> it sounds like French. Hello, Tarje. Okay. Right. So anyway, according to one senior Italian police officer, despite the Italian leader not being legal standard since 2002. So that's when the time it changed to euro, okay? Yeah, yeah. So we, was, uh, we still discover big amount of lira. Giuseppe Arbore is a deputy in the guard, uh, Guardia di Finanza. It's like Italy financial uh, policy. Poli- police, sorry. All right, all right. So um, get, cut to the chase. Why so is listen, the listen, mafia listen. doing this? Let me read this one so you can understand better. I'm not kidding. So he was talking about Italian leaders still constitute part of illicit transaction. I said again, see right? I like that. Illicit. I know. I tried to push it out. 
<laughs> she says that real nice. What do you think, Eric? I mean, you know, a, you know, she she says it anytime she wants to us. It, yeah, it took me a second to understand what those words were. I know, I know. I know. You had 35 other people. I'm losing my voice. I'm yelling. Listen. So he's saying the um, lawmakers, uh, the Senate Finance Committee, where he was testifying on a government bill and um, simplified the tax system. So when a banknote is accepted by an organization internally, even if it is outside the law as a legal value, it can settle, tra- settle transaction. Make sense what I'm trying to say? Not at all. So, we are, uh, so the bottom line is basically they're doing it with the liras using it to, like because a, the Italian government <laughs> is so lax, like they are in most things, where the, the euro the euro is actually governed like by Germany and people who know what they're doing. That's right. But in Italy, of course, the gov- everything no. is so lax that the mafia can do the liras and no one really checks it. It's, it's Italy. So right? they use it back back in the crown. You know, they can still use right, it. They right. still put it back in the bank. There's right. nothing to change in euro. That's the thing where they do it. They well, I got a better one for you. So I got a better one. one. Okay. okay. This article is this is about a guy who's from mm. Genoa. Genoa. They got really weird people in Genoa, you know. I don't know, but it's up north. You know, everybody. Someone can hear you right now. Everybody up north is weird. You know, what I mean? you're you free to call anytime and complain about this. A heartbroken man. He from mm. Genoa. He mm. wants someone to make him a sex doll that looks like his ex-wife. Okay? Oh no, no. Now this is true. This is from I just got this today. I'm unbelievable. It's from the Huffington Post, June 12, 2019. Okay, no secret that divorce is is, is you know a bad thing. Um, Especially if you've been together for a few years, the pain cuts deep. So one man from Genoa came up with a bizarre solution for his problems, okay? Mm. Instead of doing what most people do, you know, getting over your ex, okay, this unnamed man um, went seeking for someone to make a sex doll, a sex doll that looks just like her. That's creepy. A sex doll that looks, can you imagine, so you get divorced from somebody and then they're going to make a sex doll and that's, you know, yeah, okay. He revealed that he'd been married to his wife for 35 years and one day out of the blue she said she didn't love him him anymore, she left him, right? Right. So he claims he's tried to get over it, but he just, you know, he he, he can't, he, so he's, he's still in love with yeah, he, her. And he says he, 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 she's the only woman he's ever been with. He can't imagine being intimate with anybody else. And so he's trying to find, you know, one of these companies that do that thing to make him a sex doll that looks just like her. He's sending him the company's bunch of photos well, and all now, this type of stuff. If right? I'm a, his wife, ex-wife, I will charge him. Well, I don't know if you can. Okay, so he yeah, says that. he's very, very rich. Another I thing mean, is they say, he says no, he's me. very, very rich. So he's also mm. afraid that if he just starts to date, he mm. doesn't trust that you know women just are not going to want to date him for his money. Go. So anyway, he says he's talked to several sex doll companies so oh, far, did. but so nobody has been able like to help him out, right? With huh. the type of detail he's looking for, he says money is no object. So if there's any of our listeners out there who own sex doll companies, there's a good prospect for you. Hey, just got to go to. G- 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 Genoa and see if you can find Put this guy, you know? Put the picture of your wife in uh, looking for this one. Someone look like her? That's it. I don't know. But I mean, look at this. Okay. Right so there's technically, <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, what we've been through with Eric. We talked about <clears> this with <throat> the uh, with the internet and music where there's no laws passed yet, right? right? I mean, it's, it's similar to that. There's no laws passed on oh, this. Well, there's type. a lot of laws <laughs> passed on. Well, but I mean, there's no laws the passed. In, in, yeah. in, 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 there's certain things that are new technology. But can you copyright your likeness? I don't know. Ah, that's yeah. the question. That I mean, so, I mean, I don't you know see? if you can or not, you know. But, I mean, this is a whole new thing. Think about it because, technically, you've got all these stalkers out there. I mean, it's both good and bad. Yeah. So, mm. on the one hand, if you have a stalker that's, like, really hot for, I mean, 
pick like some celebrity, like you know, Marcia Caputo. She has her her stalker out there. And if Mar- and I don't want no doll. No, but listen, me. <laughs> but if, but if this guy gets a doll, then he's not going to stalk you because he already yeah. has the doll there. So that you know. is true. But so, I don't want to yeah. know. Make sure you don't tell me there that. There you go. Exactly. It's, I have to say it is a little weird. It is. It's like, an yeah. illicit transaction, right. if ever there was. Now maybe. Oh, <laughs> now I'm just thinking of a way we can raise more revenue from the uh, show here. We gonna maybe advertise. You can get your very own Marcia Caputo. Oh no! <laughs> Let's stop right there, Mister Tony. You like that? It's a good idea. You know, that's like yeah. a that's a David Madrid type of idea. That's the thing. No, we don't want that. We, one is enough. All right. We don't want one more, more story. One more. Well, tell <clears throat> us the last story here. This, this is this one. I you read it in Italian. I'll read it in okay, English. Okay. Go. Nasconde. 40.000 euro nel forno, la fidanzata li brucia per sbaglio cucinando lo strudel. Okay, so basically, this woman hides $45,000 in, you know, no, I'm sorry, a guy, a man, hides $45,000 inside an oven, mm-hmm. and his girlfriend burns them from, by mistake when she's making a strudel. Mamma right. mia. Right. Okay, this comes to, from the Rasegna, April 20th, 2019. Okay, go right. ahead. So nothing. That's what happened here in Padova. It happened this in yeah, the court. Padova. So it was against Another place in northern Italy. Can <laughs> I make a joke? <laughs> so the dentist. This is a dentist guy. His name Alberto Watzler. He was in court against some problem that he did it like uh, you know um, how to call it laundering the La- money. Laundering right? money. Laundering exactly. Dentist so laundering money. He's he like, did that. He's doing teeth. He's doing crowns under the table. There you go. So hey, when you do that, where you think to hide the money? Where you think to hide the money? Really inside the oven? Really? So he hides it inside the oven, right? Right. That's ridiculous. Where you hide your money if you do no, like, we can't say that in a microphone so his, girl, mean, his girlfriend comes home he has forty five thousand dollars the box thousand in the dollars oven. his girlfriend comes home she's gonna make him a nice surprise make him some strudel okay you wonder how that turned well, out well the strudel cost forty five thousand dollars that's what i'm gonna say yeah, that better be some good strudel <laughs> after that night he's definitely gonna want a sex doll of his ex-wife i gotta tell you. we gotta hook him up with the general guy folks we're gonna be right back after this short break from our sponsors don't go away Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the ass astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the 
same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Alternative Talk 1150. Yeah. So, Eric, you know, that's uh, my daughter Natalie singing with her dad. You Beautiful know? voice. So, uh, you know, we, we just love doing duets together. So every once in a while when we're doing a show someplace, she can come on and join us. Uh, she sings uh, with a band, and uh, we do some nice duets. And uh, wonderful, wonderful voice, wonderful singer. So uh, speaking of great singers, we want to talk about our Artist of the Week today. And that is Mr. Jerry Vale. And by the way, our Artist of the Week is brought to you by Mickey Spa and Salon down on the very, very beautiful Ruston Way, Tacoma waterfront. And uh, I tell you, Mickey has some magnificent products for your hair. I bring this, you know, I get my hair cut there. I bring this stuff home to my house. I can't even keep it, like, you know, in my closet because my wife uses it. My daughter uses it. Everybody uses this stuff. And it's like, you know, it's just so fantastic for your hair. You got to check out her website because her products are unbelievable. You know, I walked just past her salon last week. Oh, yeah. And it it reminded me that uh, people might not know how she spells her name, which is M-I-K-I. That's right. So, yeah. Very good point. That's Mickey Salon. Very good. And isn't that beautiful? I mean, you sit there, you get your haircut, you look at that beautiful bay. It just is lovely, lovely. Fantastic location. So, Mickey is uh, sponsoring our Artist of the Week, and today we are doing Mr. Jerry Vale, Mr. Italian himself, okay? I mean, this guy was huge as an Italian-American singer in the 50s and 60s, sang a lot of the, you know, the old Italian songs. He kind of Americanized them, sang some of them in Italian, some in English, and he has his, his own special versions of every single one from Ciao Ciao Bambina to uh, O Sole Mio to Volare. And um, interestingly, he was born Gennaro Luis Viti, Vitali, Vitaliano, Vitaliano, Gennaro Luis Vitaliano in the Bronx, and uh, when he you know, got a little older, he shortened his name to Jerry Vale, got married. He was married to the same lady, uh, Rita Grappel, for 54 years. And he's, you know, apart from being just a fantastic singer, he made appearances in movies like uh, Goodfellas, Casino, and so on. And just as one that just people just love his voice. I know uh, Italians to this day, you know, when, when I'm singing, doing different gigs around the area, they say, oh, you know, Jerry Vale song. I mean, people really love him. He died, of course, 2014, just, you know, uh, just a few years ago. He was 83 years old when he lived uh, in Palm Desert, California. A couple of stories about Jerry before getting to his music. During his time at the barbershop, he sang while well, he shined shoes. And his boss liked his sound so well that he paid for the kid to take music lessons. And there you go. It kind of storied him out there, okay? His version of the Star-Spangled Banner recorded in 1963 is so popular that he literally is one of the only guys who is not a baseball player that is in the National Baseball Hall of Fame because of his rendition of the national anthem for all the baseball games he's singing at. Let's hear our Jerry Vale mix. Jerry Vale, what, what what a voice, huh? I mean, he had that just that smooth, beautiful, crooning Italian American thing going. That that I mean, that's what the Italian Americans they just dominated mm-hmm. the music world in the fifties and the sixties because of that type of thing, you know. I right. mean, Jerry Vale, you got guys like Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin. I mean, all of them back there. Uh, 
Bobby there, and they were just there's just nothing like that these days. It has that kind of just smoothness, coolness, right. you know. So right. Well, it was all like looking now. The music is all about computer. The change of yeah, voice, exactly. the change of other things. You know? It's no natural. And looking at them, they sing really with a beautiful voice. We miss those days sometimes. Come back in a classic. So now our sponsor mm. for our food segment is Tito's Vodka. And uh, they sponsor our food and our wine segment every week. We love Tito's. They're going to be a great sponsor for us at the Freedom Fair and a Festi Italiana. Always very, very quick to jump in and help our veterans. Joey DeMarco is a great guy. He works for Tito's, comes in. Got to get him back on the show here to do another little thing, which we'll nice. do in July. Um, but we're, so we're very, very happy that they're sponsoring this segment because this is our favorite segment. We're Italian. Mm-hmm. We like to eat. We like to drink. Okay. Today we're going to talk about the classic Ragu Bolognese, okay? Now, interestingly, uh-huh. as I was telling Marcia, okay, uh-huh. this is my wife's recipe, okay? Now, my wife is Irish. You know, every in my neighborhood, when you grew up, you know, we didn't marry Italian girls because they would drive us nuts. They reminded us of our sisters, okay? In New York, you grow up, you marry a Jew, you marry Irish, you marry, you know. we had, I had My first love of my life was a Jewish girl, and I wound up eventually marrying a, a beautiful Irish girl, and she cooks fantastic Italian mm-hmm. food because when she was growing up, her brother married an Italian girl, but the girl didn't like to cook. So the girl's mother taught my wife as a teenager all the Italian recipes. Oh. And I tell you what, she, so she was trained by an Italian mama. So what do you think of her bolognese? Well, let me tell you, it's really good. Unbelievable. I like I the say spicy the right thing, you're not going to my house again. She put the spicy inside, too. I like yeah, that. Exactly. Being, you know? I love it. I'll never talk. You know what I mean? A lot of people use that sometimes. So it's really good. Um, Michelle, you are welcome to come to my house anytime you want. Uh, we'll put you in the kitchen, but <laughs> you know, I know that you can cook. I'm so really... normally with the bolognese, she likes to do it mixed. Ah. She does a mixture. This one here, um, really good. She she likes a mixture of mm. sausage, and and uh, and beef mm. with her with her. You know, so we use like the Isernio sausage, and we use a little mm. beef. You mix it a little bit together. That's you know, the flavor. And, uh, yeah. Mm, really good. But the secret also is in how she makes the ragu, you know, the red sauce. And it's um, right. It's just really, you know, I've never, I mean, this is my favorite, you know, my favorite bolognese. We have people who actually, you know, ah. have one of this recipe for the restaurants. Oh, that is really good. Unbelievable. Thank what do you think, Eric? Very mm. nice. Mm. Spicy, but mm-hmm. delicious. That, and my mouth full now. You got to have that <laughs> spicy amount in it, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Speaking of spice, before we go to our commercial break, mm. we want to tell you about our Italian phrase of the day. Okay, these are ten Italian slang words that you need to know, because uh, you know if you're gonna like you know get around in Italy, you need to know what people are saying. These are kind of like the street talk of the guys in Italy. Okay, so <clears throat> we go down this list kind of quickly so we can get to our guests. But first one, che pala. Okay, no, no, no. Let's say it right. You no. say it. The two L. So you have to say, che palle. Che palle. Che palle. Okay. Basically means balls in Italy. Okay. And, 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 and it's like, what balls? I mean, what nerve this guy has. Okay. No, you can use it like this example. Oh, I'm going to see Tony again. Che palle. Oh, uh, mamma That's what mia. It's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> the next one, che figata, huh? Oh, che figata. Okay. So basically, you know, say, hey, that's exciting. really cool. That's exciting. Really cool. That's, you yeah. know, okay. Okay. That's good. Then they had, now this one I wasn't really familiar with. Uh, they say, figurati. 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 Because mm-hmm. I always heard, non preoccupare. It was like, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Figurati. It's nothing. Don't worry. Yeah. So when did they say, non preoccupare? 
non preoccuparti sa is right Italian. Figurati yeah. is more like a dialect. Like it's a slang. Italian. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Slang. Okay. Next one. Go ahead. Mi fa cagare. Mi fa cagare. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's very really delicate, a classic for a woman. You gotta be careful because you're basically saying it makes me poop. Okay. Yeah. I mean, um, it's true. I'm not, you know, I mean, it sounds funny, but I guess it's like. Uh, really you... elegant for a woman. Mi fa cagare. Really. Yeah, all right. Okay. So. Okay, and, it's mean I, I don't like it, or, um, you know, like... Um, and that ties us in well with the next one, which is... Que schifo. Which, how disgusting. How uh-huh. they, yeah, so that, those two could go hand in hand. Next one. Dai. I've heard this a lot. Dai. Dai, yeah. muoviti. Dai, okay. andiamo. And they dai. say, they, they draw it out. Dai. Uh-huh. Dai, okay. dai, dai. So it's going to be like, it means like, come on, let's right. go, come on, okay? Mm-hmm. I use all the time with my daughter. Dai, muoviti. Meno male. Meno male. Meno okay? male. So that's kind of like, thank God. Like, ah, meno male. Meno male, like, yeah. You know, if you just got, you know, the bus, you didn't step off the curb, and then the bus was there, boom, and you, you know, so. Mm-hmm. That's okay. right. Okay, uh, magari. What's magari? Magari is the same thing for like the, um, uh, I want to go on vacation. Magari. I wish. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, you know, oh, we'll magari. see. Like, we'll see. We'll wish, you know. Like yeah. It says, especially it's used. When you're trying to play it cool with the opposite sex, like we're going to see each other again, eh, my God, maybe, maybe, we'll see, we'll see, whatever, exactly. but it's more like I wish. Of course, this one we all know, pasta. Oh, yeah. Basta. basta. With a B, no pasta. Basta. basta. That's right. And just basically, you know, shout the people who are singing outside your hotel at four o'clock in the morning, basta, you know. Hai rotto le palle. And the last one. <laughs> ma che sei, grullo. Ma che sei, grullo, which is a Florentine expression means how silly how stupid are you? Crazy are you joking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're going to be right back after this quick commercial break. We got just a fantastic guest today. We're going to talk about how the Italians helped to save the Jews in Italy during the Holocaust. So we got a great, great guest to tell you about that. Don't go away. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. 
Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Tell your friends about Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, we're back with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show with Tony and Marcy here. You know, we we have a lot of fun on this show, and we, uh, we make fun of a lot of things, but we got a, a, a subject here that I think is going to be really dear to our hearts. Something that, uh, you know, um, I had no idea about this until I was introduced to this gentleman by one of our, our other guests, Vincent Marmorale. And Vincent is the president of the uh, Italy and the Holocaust Foundation. Okay. And interestingly, I had no idea to the extent that the Italians during World War II, the Italian people, helped so many of the Jews escape, you know, uh, you know, from being slaughtered and, uh, and, and other atrocities uh, in Europe there. So without further ado, I want to bring Vincent right on the show right away. Vincent, you there? I'm here, Joe. I got to tell you, Vincent, it's so good to have you with us. Uh, Marcy and I... I mean, I don't know about her because she, of course, is uh, from Italy, but me as an Italian-American, until we uh, spoke, I had no idea that the, about this, the, you know, this Holocaust Foundation and that what the Italians had done to really try to save the Jews there in Italy, you know? Yeah, this is, this is well, this is why I made the movie. I'm, uh, I was a history teacher, and my area of expertise happened to be the Holocaust, and I knew the Italian story, and in June of 1994, I get a call from a man named Walter Wolf of Blessed Memory, who tells me this story about how he was a German Jew saved in Italy by over 20 Italians, and then in the next two seconds says, I know five other people with the same story. Wow. That night, I decided to make a documentary. I didn't think it was going to take 20 years. So now this, this just gentleman you who first really got you on this path, Walter Wolf. Wolf. He was um, a, a survivor of the Holocaust. Yes. He was the first He was the first Italian survivor I ever met. Man. And he was a German Jew. What's real interesting is that the Italians led 10,000 foreign Jews from Europe into Italy before the war began while we were shutting our doors. You and know, and, that, and that's yeah. interesting because I know that you know, there's a lot of debate, of course, Marcy and I have talked about it and other people from Italy about Mussolini, where they say, well, you know, Mussolini just chose the wrong side. You know, he, you know, just made the wrong choice when he chose to uh, to hook up with Hitler. But, you know, it's it's more than that, because not only did when he, you know, became an ally of Hitler, did he join the wrong side, but he also started then to instill 
all of these things throughout Italy, these anti-Semitic programs, uh, you know, where like Jews weren't able to, to, to buy land. A lot of the Jews were actually had to give up their citizenship. They had to leave. Uh, they couldn't uh, be in certain forms of, uh, of business there. Um, there just was tons of things that Mussolini did that were really totally anti-Semitic. And he only did it to ingratiate himself with Hitler. That's what makes the story so tragic. It is tragic so because, mm-hmm. as you point out, and, and we all know this to, the, to this day, God bless the Italian people because the Italian people to this day don't put up with the government. If the government isn't doing what they want to do, they just ignore the government, do their own thing anyway, which is what they did back then. They said, Joe, this, yeah. this, was, the key, this was the key to survival. The damn Germans never understood that Italians are regional people, suspicious of all authority. Yeah. And that's what made it possible to save these people. Remember, they saved 80%, 32,000 Jews on the German occupation. Well, 80%, 80% of percent. them were saved there in Italy. That's really something. It's a big number. And remember, if they all took risks, if you were caught doing this, they were going to execute you and your family, destroy your village. So these people had tremendous courage. And when you see the documentary, you realize that these people didn't even talk about it. You see, for Italian-Americans, this is the greatest story. Oh, absolutely. Every Italian should know this story. Every Italian. And that's, and that's why, why I mean, I just, until till we were introduced, I had no idea. Of, I mean, so, March, I got to ask you, because you're from Italy. Mm. Did you know anything about this? You know, that, The only things I knew that my father, because he grew up in that time, yeah. he was telling me about this. They were helping, passing through to Italy. It was a mess. It was a big mess. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I know. I don't know how deep the number, how many people saved. No, I didn't know that. But like you say, Vincent, I mean... Not only, of course, were the Jews at risk there in Italy, but if you helped the Jews, if you were oh, an Italian right. guy, then you know, then you were really in some deep trouble. And right. and the, the hero of this film is a man named Gino Bartoli, who I'm sure your wife knows. Okay. And this guy was a superstar bicyclist. Oh yes, yes. We, oh, yes. In fact, we've done we've done a thing on him in the past. Yes. And and this guy was hiding documents in his. Bicycle. Bicycle, That's yeah. right. He put it in the tube of his bike. The tube's in his, exactly. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So what, what what I've done, I've created a website with lesson plans in English and Italian that, that, co- that correspond with all, this, all the programs in this country. In other words, every Italian language program should be showing my documentary because I have lesson plans to go with that that are for free on the website. That's fantastic. Well, so tell us how our viewer, our listeners out there can view Mm-hmm. Your documentary is it available online for people? How can they get it? No, it's, it's it's not online because of the contract we had. It took a tremendous amount of money to make this, and we really just can't give it away. Right, right. But they can, they can, they can purchase one from Amazon Prime, or in fact, Amazon Prime has it being viewed. If you have Amazon Prime, you can view it. If you go on the website italyintheholocaust.org, there's trailers there. But if you want to purchase one, you can also purchase a DVD from PBS or Amazon. Okay, and so Amazon opinion, Prime, what yeah. do they put in? What's the title that they want to put in? Italy Holocaust. It's the, it's the, the, the movie, the My Italian Secret, The Forgotten Heroes of the Holocaust. My Italian Secrets, The Forgotten, the forgotten Heroes, Heroes of the Holocaust. The Holocaust. And my, my website is uh, italyintheholocaust.org, all one word. Gotcha. Got it. And if anyone wants to call me, they can call me on myself. <sighs> so this is really something that I agree with you. You know, it, and 
it's, it's so there's been so much stuff in the news over the last few years of people even trying to re- erase Absolutely. the history right. books or, or they're very much to rewrite them to try to say the Holocaust didn't exist, this and that. That's which right. We, right. You know, we all know how that happens over time because countries want to uh, save their embarrassment and stuff. So this oh. is something that just cannot not... The world cannot, you know, well, forget this. We never exactly. We never have to. We cannot forget the past. The history You're is. Right. The, yeah, you have to yeah. remember that a past word to words, like my father did it to me. I will pass to my kids because they have to know what happened. And like I say, make sure it doesn't happen again. But like I say, I wish the Italian they were in that time. Uh, they're a little bit lost. That's what I'm saying. Because they fight well, so much in the time that now yeah, we yeah. don't have those Italian anymore. Let me let me just tell you something. Yes. Very important. I created a foundation to perpetuate the story. Mm-hmm. For Italian Americans, this is the most important story. We're the unsung heroes of the Holocaust and no one knows about it. Which is why I made this story. Yeah. And with yeah. the documentary right. and, and putting these film clips for teachers to use, I want to perpetuate the story. We, we should be so proud of who we are. We have to put up mm-hmm. with such nonsense, and yet we're the unsung heroes of the Holocaust. You know, and that really, what you're saying there really, uh, you know, it, it really hits me because there's all this stuff going around the country now where they're trying to say, oh, you know, you got to take the name Columbus off oh, everything, yeah. and there's all this political <laughs> rhetoric. And then the, where where they should be, and those people are doing this because they claim, well, you know, we have to be sensitive to various people. They should be sensitive to stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Where are all these politicians, you know, when right. they're supposed to be getting behind stuff like to tell this story of the of the Holocaust and how, you know, what happened back then? Or even, you know, what, what's happening with all the Native Americans today in North uh uh, North Dakota there and all that, you know. They're all quick to jump on the Columbus bandwagon, which guy lived four or five hundred years ago. It's not going to marry anybody what happens there. But let's, right. let's get involved with some stuff that happened today if you really want to make a difference. And forget all this political, you know, right. stuff where you're just, you know, trying to be pompous out there and, you know, show off for the you're, headlines. You're absolutely right. I, and, and let me tell you, every Italian-American should have a copy of this DVD only because it makes them feel so proud of who we are. Absolutely. And if you see this movie, you're going to be blown away by it because you've seen it. It makes you feel like, wow, how come no, no one can take this story away from us? There's no but. All right, we Vincent. Unsung heroes of Holocaust. We only got a, 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 about a minute left here, so let's one more time tell people, okay, folks, you got to go and check this documentary out. I mean, this represents, rep, represents not only this man's life wor- uh, work, but also a, a, such an important part of our history, of the world history, uh, that the Italians and Italians, Italian-Americans can really be proud of. Go to Amazon Prime, and you can watch My Italian Secrets, The Forgotten Heroes of the Holocaust. Um, look into buying the video to support this. Um, you know, this is a fantastic foundation. And, Vincent, we really appreciate all that you're doing. Tell us again your website where they can go and get more information. Yeah, it's org. all one word. And they can call me directly at 516-242-2444. That's fantastic. 2444. I can't thank you enough. Well, we can't thank you enough, and we're very, very honored to have you as a guest. And thank you for all of your hard work and all the years you put into making, you know, this very, very special documentary. And God bless you, and we uh, wish you all the best for the future. Thank you, Tony.
All right, folks, we'll be right back after this short break and a word from our sponsor. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Wherever you go, Alternative Talk 1150 is here for you. I love that song. The theme song from Mondo Cane, the song More. We uh, recorded that back probably about, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always loved, loved that particular. Wouldn't make kind of a cha-cha. Yeah, it's been recorded by a lot of people. Uh, well, it was recorded by a lot of people back in the day, like in the uh, early 60s and, you know, there when it came out. But no one has really done it. Okay. I haven't heard people play it much anymore. So I think huh. it's a really nice. And the way we do with the dancing and everything, you know. Right. So uh, interestingly, it was a weird movie. You remember the movie Mondo Cane? No. Something about cavemen or something, you know. Uh, you're Italian. I was an Mondo Italian movie. Cane. I got to watch that too now. I watched yeah. one American movie. That's the thing when I was in Italy. <laughs> so the only thing you remember about uh, that movie, it was such a terrible mm. movie. You know, it's like, oh, you know, that's, yeah, the, yeah, so. that's why I watch American movies, exactly. but okay. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some of our events that are okay. coming up here. Um, not too far off in the distance, we have the um, July 20th. I can't believe we're already getting to July here. July 28th. Mm-hmm. The Auburn Sons of Italy Lodge annual picnic at the Les Grove Park in Auburn. Um, always a great time. We love our friends down at the Auburn Sons of Italy. They always uh, throw. It's a, a big group. Yeah, they throw a good bash. Mm-hmm. Too, I tell you what, they have great wine. They got great food. It's always a great time when you party right. with those guys. Okay? Right. And then uh, what's next? Uh, August 18. August 18. Um, All Italian Community Picnic. And they do it right at Royal Arch Park in Maple. Ballet. Maple and That's maple. That's right. Maple. 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 It's maple, right? Maple. I knew maple. it was the opposite. Maple. I knew it. I just, I go with it. What do I have to do? You still that to screw with me. Yeah. I know it. Okay. Okay. I should pay you for no, teaching me. Okay. <laughs> All right. And then you, we got a few save the date mm. things we're going to tell you about. These are coming up uh, in the not too distant future here. Okay. Um, you know, September really is the big Italian month here in Seattle. I mean, right. it's when, you know, all the stuff happens. I mean, we start out. You know, the 1st of September, Italian Day at the Races, which Mm -hmm. is always a blast. We do that out um, there at the 
Emerald Downs Racetrack. Mm-hmm. We're, in fact, uh, one of the partners in that. So typically over the summer we're going to hand out if, uh, if, if, if uh, you know, history repeats itself. We should have about four or 500 tickets that will be given out over the summer for different events right. and different things that we do to, um, you know, pump that all up. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like a mini – Italian Festival just to kick off the month of September. You know, we're out there at the racetrack. We got the band, Tony right. and the Goombas, set up next to the track. We got, um, you know, they got a peach eating contest. They got Italian dancers. They got mm-hmm. bocce. They're playing up in the thing there. They, all the horses, they name after Italian foods that day. They give right. them nicknames like meatballs, spaghetti, you know, ravioli stuff. So, you know, it's just a lot of fun. They have different Italian booths. It's a blast. And uh, we'll make right. sure that our listeners uh, can get some tickets and, uh, I think we set the record for it being the, the best attended event at um, at Emerald Downs Racetrack. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so you got to make sure you do that. One, one event that I don't want to forget also talking about, this really, now they say the Italian months here in the Northwest starts in September. That's our Italian month. But, you know, really the first of those events start on August 21st. That's the big Italian club golf tournament that we play oh. every year. It's a blast. helps to raise money. Um for, you know, uh, the sports program there at Seattle University. Um, Brian DeGiulio, our dear friend, is the guy who puts it all together. We're going to have more information on that. But save that date, folks. If you're a golfer, we have a great time playing up at the Echo Falls Golf oh. Course just near Snohomish. Beautiful course. You got lunch. You play all day long. And you have a big Italian dinner there that night. And it's, it's always a, a lot of fun. Okay. But getting back to September, then, you know, we have the San Gennaro Festival. The that's, sixth grade. Yeah, the sixth grade. Yes. That's the street festival. That reminds me of the, I don't know how it was with you in Italy, but in New like York. Like a little town, yeah, village, yeah. you walk around. Yeah, that's kind of what this is like. That's how it's Bancarella. It's the little tent, uh, what do you call it? Right, boot, yeah, right? yeah. And that's how this, this festival, just this wonderful little festival that is, um, um, you know, reminds you of those, those authentic mm-hmm. street right. festivals. It's just a wonderful festival. We always enjoy that every year. See if we can get uh, Jerry Masha or somebody mm-hmm. come on the That'd show be nice. and tell us a little more about it as we get close to that right. time. Then, of course, you got, you know, on the 14th of September, the Mass in Italian. You got the Italian Festa Luncheon, mm-hmm. uh, the Sale Yacht Club on the 20th. That's always a blast. Very, very classy. Right. And they usually have a great speaker from Italy there. They pick the you know, citizen of the, of the year here for the Italian community. It's just a wonderful, wonderful event. Um, limited seatings of some of these, so make sure you know you get your tickets right. early. Including the next one is limited seatings. The kickoff of the big weekend, you know, the culmination of this whole month of Italian events is the big Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. The twenty seventh, of course, we have the Taste of Italy that's right mm-hmm. there in the center house, uh, where you got you know all these different wines that we're going to taste all they night long. Booked there, always. They got they say they had light appetizers. Yeah, they got enough appetizers you mm-hmm. could fill every room of this radio station. Okay, um, and they I think we sell a couple hundred tickets and they sell quick. And so you mm-hmm. know if you're if you're gonna get to that, you want to get your tickets early. It's always a great time. Our friend Dan, Danny Quintero mm-hmm. does some great music for that night. And after you eat and drink, there's dancing. So there right. you go. You know. And then, of course, Taste of Italy, the next two days, they're at Seattle Center the entire time, the 28th and 29th. Uh, I'm sorry, not Taste of Italy, the Italian Festival is what I meant to say. Festa Italiana, Taste of Italy kicks it off. Festa Uh Italiana, Saturday and Sunday, the 28th and 29th of September at uh, Seattle Seattle. Center there. And uh, that's always a blast. It's like one of the biggest Italian festivals in the country. And we'll be there. Tons of fun. Yeah, we're going to have the radio booth Mm -hmm. there. 
uh, be there all weekend with the radio show. He come uh, say hello booth. to us. Absolutely. We'll have some cool activities for people to do in the booth. Right. And then Saturday night, we host the big Festa All-Star Jam, where we bring up all your favorite Festa mm-hmm. singers and performers, and we do this big dance, and big everybody sings, and everybody dances, fun. everything from the Tarantella to the Rolling Stones in Italian. It's a blast. And there's other stuff. I mean, the whole weekend. Look, you yeah, got, you got the Grape Stop, the Michelle and I run. You got the, the celebrity cooking stage that Marty's mm-hmm. runs over there, Marty Negrelli, you know. Right. So there's just nonstop stuff, bocce. Right. So, you know, put those dates on your fo- on your calendar, folks, and make sure you don't miss them because it's always a great time. Right. So now we have to say next week. What are going to happen next week? Next week. I'm, I'm not going to be here for the next two weeks right. because we're going to be doing the Tacoma Freedom Fair. And uh, I'm going to be literally uh, in Tacoma from about the 1st mm-hmm. of July until the 8th of July down there uh, producing the third largest July 4th show in the country. It mm-hmm. starts on the 4th. We have stuff on the following week and the 6th and the 7th down at the Gig Harbor Airport. A great, great mm-hmm. time for all. Busy, busy, busy. Make sure you go to freedomfair.com and you'll find out more about this. But it's uh, seven stages. We get mm-hmm. this amazing air show with the... Military right. jets flying over the bay on the 4th of July, big fireworks show, and of course, Armed Forces Icon, which is like the uh, kind of like the American idol for the military, you know. So it just is a great, great time for everybody. Well, don't worry about it. I will be here. You're gonna hold down, she's gonna hold down so, the fort without me. I say, without right now, me, without I will Madrid. Be here. Oh my god, it's the and end. And of- wait, 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 don't be and look at what I, I bring my first. Guest next week, we're gonna have Luca Manfe, the master right. chef from right. Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey. So I can wait. Plus, next week you're bringing you're bringing your real husband in. Okay? Uh, oh, we got yeah, yeah, my so. bodyguard. Yeah, that, we're gonna that, bring that, him that should be fun. You know, we have a licensed killer in the studio. There Let's you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At least we'll be Nobody very, very safe, gonna talk. You know? Nobody gonna. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, uh, March is gonna hold down the four. I, I might surprise mm. you and call in if I'm uh, sober well, during that time. I, I'll probably for sure call in if I'm not. So uh, I'm sure Eric going to be busy brushing button. I'm not sure if we're going to have time go. to answer the phone, but we see that. Thanks <laughs> so much, folks, for listening. We'll be back next week with a brand new show right here on West Coast Italian Radio. Ciao. Ciao. Ciao.